Hey guys, it's your girl Dinola Ndashi Jameson and you are listening to the Conversations with Purposed Women. This podcast is all about empowering women to thrive in their work with Jesus, motivation and accountability. We talk all things from celibacy, singleness, marriage, finances and purpose. I'm here to make sure that you are inspired, equipped and empowered to pursue God's mission. I invite you on this journey with me. Let's go after everything we've got together. Welcome back. Um, there's a very interesting topic I'd like to discuss on here. Um, it's been a topic that's been on my heart for quite a while and I had, I had to schedule to come and to just share my heart and I trust and I believe that it will be a blessing to each and every one of you. And what we're going to discuss today will be um, embracing God's no. <laughs> Yeah, embracing God's no. The word no can be so painful, right? It can be it can be very painful to hear no, especially if it's something you've really been anticipating, travailing, praying for, and God saying no. And um, I will just share a little bit from my heart, and yeah, just exhort y'all um, with wherever you are in your where you ever you might be finding yourself right now in whatever season you might be um whatever no you might be facing and um that God will really just bring some clarity revelation and direction um for where you are headed to so let's dive into this so um so embracing God's no wow um the past 5 years uh, of my life has been back-to-back knows from God, right, in almost every area of my life. Um, it wounded my faith. Um, it wounded my hearing um, from God. It wounded um, my spending time with God. It wounded my quiet time with God. It wounded um, my spending time in His Word, right? And... Um, it's it's something that I've just you know you you can sometimes get to that point where you just you just get wrapped up in routine and you just put it to bed in your mind so I've put the nose to bed in my mind and it it was just a thing of lord you know what I I I accept your will I accept your purpose and I just kept running and there there came a point where the lord really um, set me down and exposed my heart um, that I, I wasn't fully surrendering. I was doing it half-heartedly. <laughs> and sometimes, yes, you think because you get so wrapped up in the doing or, you know, with the business, work, purpose, ministry, that you think that you're good. You're good with God and we're good to go. And we can sometimes have this long-standing stuff that's in the air yeah, it was something that was hanging in the air between me and God. And I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, let that cloud just hang there. I'm keeping it moving. <laughs> and um, um, if for some of y'all, if you've read my books and you've heard me speak on certain platforms, um, I've, I've heard no from God um, in getting married five years ago. I've heard no from God with the massive job offers that I got in the past five years Um I got no from God with relocating. I got no from God with certain platforms that were inviting me, you know, massive platforms. And um, it it was one of those things where I was wondering, it's not normal 
to hear God keep saying no. And the no was not just verbal or loud and clear from him. The no was in this doors just shutting, not working out, you know, and sometimes we can easily try and push these doors open, try and push it open um, to work through them because we've prayed for it, right? Um, we've prayed for it and, and, and the opportunities are there, the phone calls are there, the emails are there, the invitations are there, and we can sometimes just... Um, rejoice in excitement and say, oh, Lord, thank you for that open door without really inquiring, is that door from God or is it just a good opportunity but not a God opportunity? So, yeah, and for me, it it has been a daunting five years. And um, I remember um, two years ago before, after writing my first book and having to continue with the second, I struggled <laughs> to, to to scribe. Because I was, it was like I was telling God, Lord, you know what? You're asking me to write this book, right? You're asking me to get back to the writing table. But what about this list, this three, four, five things I've petitioned you for over the past few years? What about these things? You know, um, there's no way in, 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 in seeing that come to pass in my life. Um, there's no way in, you know, oh, you're opening that door. You just keep shutting the same repetitive, same doors in my face. And, you know, the Lord's instruction still stands. It still stood. He was like, get back to the writing table. He was not giving me a justification of why he's saying no to what I was petitioning for, to all the doors that seemed open to me. He just said, get back. And I think that is what was painful. That is what is painful, that sometimes... um, even with having to forgive my earthly, my biological father with what we went through, we can easily get stuck in letting go, um, being offended, holding on to the offense, holding on to um, the why not. And um, that can be a hindrance to the manifestation of God's purpose and will for our lives, you know. And it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard because... As much as we've been called to a purpose and we've been called, you know, to, to really serve God through our gifts and um, wherever he's assigning and aligning us, um, we are still flesh and blood. We are still just flesh. So, um, yeah, that was the past five years. <laughs> Back to the past five years. So I've had to learn consistent surrender and... and um, it was only in running back to his presence that my heart could become soft again, you know, that my heart could just really become softened up again for his for his kingdom and um, to really abandon my heart again. And it, it all starts with um, really um, confronting that wound, confronting that pain. Um, for me, I normally resort to writing, you know, now, that's how I mostly talk to God. Um, I write him letters and I tell him how I feel. And I tell him, Lord, look, this is how I'm feeling. This is this doesn't sit right with me. And there's always a release when I do that. It's, it's communicating, right? Um, just like any other relationship, when things are not fine, you, it has to be sorted out through thorough communication. And um, 
God's way of communicating back to us is we need to make time to become quiet, you know, to heed and to discern. This is what God is saying. This is God's will for me. This is not God's will for me. This is the decision he's leading me to make or it's not. Um, so, and um, for, for, for the past few years, yeah, and I think in retrospect, um, it's only in this season that I've come to see the light in hindsight. I've come to see the greater purpose in his no, you know, the greater purpose in our understanding. Wow, God was not withholding anything from me. He was really just um, protecting me. He was protecting me from my own self, from my, from my flesh. Because sometimes I can be my own enemy. I can sometimes run ahead of God um, and lean on my own understanding and lean on my flesh. And we live in a day and age where there's so much happening on social media. There's so much that's literally demanding our time, our focus, our concentration. And if you do not have at least discipline and wisdom to know what to give your time to and what not, you get so swept away and wrapped up in what's happening around you that you really miss what you need to function in, what you, that you really miss what you need to do and what you need to heed to, right? So um, I'm reminded of the story of Joseph um, when he shared his dream with his brothers and that literally led him straight into, into warfare. It led him straight into being sold and he had to figure out in the long run a new a new uh, um, area, a new territory that God was leading him into. And if you look at the story of Joseph, you you consistently read, and the Lord was with Joseph, and the Lord was with Joseph, and it it he didn't get to the palace at least until thirteen years later. The dream he shared with his brothers only came to pass thirteen years later. Wow, and you can just if you look at the trail of events that happened in his life. Um, everywhere where he went, there was always some sort of rejection or resistance, you know, or someone just hating on him or someone just accusing him falsely, even like Potiphar's wife. Um, but it was in that time, it was during that season and that pace of events that God was building character in Joseph. He was really establishing him, establishing him, grooming him, perching him, pruning him, and preparing him for where God was taking him. So God saw the bigger picture um, before he got to the palace. So had Joseph not gone through everything that he did, had God not processed, processed his heart, you know, to forgive his family, to forgive those who accused him, uh, falsely accused him, to forgive those who did things wrong to him, you know, had 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 God not processed him with forgiveness and him surrendering his heart afresh and just allowing God to, to, to reveal himself and to know and to know and to know that God will not have brought him so far and just leave him, right? So God had to process him that while he was seated as a prime minister and he, his family came and bowed down to him, when that vision, that prophetic dream came to pass, his heart was not filled with envy, anger towards his family. It was filled with compassion and just love, love of the Lord, right? So um, probably if this is you, you're finding yourself in a season where you're saying, hey, Deshi, I'm going through a time where I've been praying to God to conceive. I've been praying to God for a spouse. I've been praying to God, you know, to help me with a business idea or just to get a job or anything else. And you do not see you do not see the bigger picture in that. No. Right. 
um, I want to encourage you to know that God is protecting you from something. Um, I didn't see the bigger picture. I didn't see what, what God was protecting me from. You know, I just had this pressure of most of my friends, you know, thriving in different areas of their lives. And you look at your life and like, okay, Lord, you keep telling me to put down whatever, whatever I try and take up. You know, and I remember even he told me um, five years ago, I was studying different things simultaneously. And he told me, drop out of your studies. Um, I'll, I'm going to take care of you. And it seemed crazy. It seemed, <laughs> it really seemed rebellious, right, towards my family. And to this day, I fully grasp and understand the no. And I had to learn to surrender, even with pain in my heart, even with frustration, with anger, you know, and just to say, Lord, I'm, 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 I'm bringing this before you and I want to go through this with you, not away from you. I don't want this to pull me away from you, but I want to wrestle this thing through in your presence. I want to wrestle this through with you. And that has been the only way how I got peace. That has been the only way how I got consistent directives for what he was doing and for where he was taking me. And you do not always have to know the how. You do not always have to know the why, why he's doing it. Um, you just need to submit. And I believe that is that is the the pain of submission. And it, it takes a humble and yielded heart to submit. Um, you cannot just submit half-heartedly. Um, it's going to show off in the way you do the work for the Lord. It's going to show off in the way you communicate with pay people. And, you know, the, your frustration is going to exude, right? So... It's it's always easier to say, Lord, let's wrestle this thing through together. Let's let's go through this together. And I, I'm sitting on the other side of the mountain while coming through the valley of God's nose in every area of my life. And I I am so my mouth is filled with Lord, thank you for protecting me. Lord, thank you for not giving me what I had petitioned. Um, five years ago, you know, I felt I was ready. I thought I was ready. I felt it was due to me. But according to God, it was not. My character still needed to be purged. My character still needed some refinement for where he was taking me. And it was in that no, right, that even my heart was exposed. Was I still going to serve him in the know? Was I still going to get up and do what he's calling me to do in the know? Was I still going to yield and, and, and submit under the leaders he has given me, submit under the boss he's given me? Was I still going to put my hands fully back to the plow without looking back? And what I mean with fully putting my hands back to the plow, I mean not half-heartedly, but wholeheartedly, doing it all as unto the Lord. Was I still going to do that? That was challenged, right? That was really challenged and the the conviction came, you know, if I'm not willing to submit and surrender to him, I'm delaying what he wants to do in my life because I'm holding back. I'm I'm denying him of the gift to make me a blessing, you know. And um I've come to learn and to see and to understand through every orchestration of my obedience over all the years that um one thing leads to another. And more often, someone else's, someone else's breakthrough is tied to your story. Someone else's breakthrough is tied to your radical step of obedience, 
right? Just yielding, just surrendering and submitting afresh to what he's tasking you to do. And I've had to learn and I'm still growing to learn that it was never about me. It's not about Deshi. This is this is about God. This is about God's kingdom, right? Um, Saul, Saul had an instruction from God and he made it all about himself and what he wanted. It was never about him. It was about God. And if I'm not willing, God can always raise up someone else. And um, I, I am a firm believer that, you know, God is doing a work in me for generations to come. And this is beyond me. This is this is bigger than me. It's not just about me. This is about lives that are dependent on what, what God is doing in me and through me. And it, it takes surrendering afresh. It takes yielding, even in not knowing the how, even in not understanding the why, you know, to know that he is a good, good father and that he will never leave nor forsake you. He will never, he, you, you've got a track record with God. I have a track record with God. He's, he, he has not brought me this far in the past 10 years just to leave me. We have gone through so many valleys before. Why would he leave me now? Why would he, he would always have a better answer a better director for his no and I'm I'm sitting here on the other side of the valley on top of the mountain and I'm just sitting and I'm saying Lord you know what you are smart you are a good God thank you for not allowing me to have made that decision thank you for not allowing me to have gotten married in my brokenness Lord thank you for not allowing me to have kids in my brokenness thank you for preserving me thank you for for, for pruning me. Thank you for building character in me for for where you've brought me from and for where you're taking me. My character did not qualify for what I was petitioning for. And um, I remember um, I've always wanted to work um, in the airline industry as I'm qualified. And um, the Lord always said no. And to this day, I can just look back and see, wow, Lord, I would never have had time for your presence. I would never have had established um, the ministry that I'm working in. I would never have written any books, right? He knew, he saw, you know, that if if he was going to allow that to happen, you know, I would not, it would rob me of my purpose. So hindsight is a very beautiful thing. And hindsight is giving me so much clarity, so much um, understanding to know that Lord, even though I do not understand in the now what I'm transitioning through or where you're taking me, I fully grasp and understand that it is for your protection. You're doing a new thing and it and I do not need to know the how. I do not need to understand the why. I just need to hold on and trust you and believe that through my track record with you, you are a good and faithful God, right? So um back to the story of Joseph and um it was through going through what he went through that God processed him. And his character, it was through his character that God made room for him. Favor made room for him because he was a man who had integrity. He was a man who had God's presence with him. Though everything else was stripped away from him, though his family betrayed him, though he was all alone, he knew that God was always with him, even in what he didn't understand and um, it was his integrity and his passion for the Lord and his passion for reference that he gave to, um, for the God he was serving that really made room for him 
um, to get to the palace. So today I just want to encourage you to know that the enemy will always be after our belief in God. And we need to constantly fight, you know, to get into his presence. We need to constantly fight our flesh off to get back to what his word says. Because the moment I validate my opinion above what God's word says and what God said, I am calling God a liar, right? And he is not a man that he should lie. He is faithful, he is good, he is gracious, and he sees. He is the God who sees. And even the Israelites, you know, they every time God ushered them into a new season or dimension, they always romanticized the previous. Lord, if only you had left us where we were, you know, they would tell Moses, why can't we go back? We were better off where we were. But God was doing something new. It was in the transition that their hearts were exposed. It was in the transition that God was trying to purge them from a mindset that was gonna de- that was gonna destroy what what way He was taking them. And even for me, um, He got it to renew my mind. Uh, my mind was engulfed in so much um, pain, you know, that I didn't see. Um, God as a father. I didn't know him as a father. And it was through coming back into um, reconciliation with my earthly father, being planted under an amazing leader, um, where God just really reconciled my heart back to him. And it was in that, that I've come to see, wow, God is faithful. He's a good God. And I'm reminded of the scripture that says that um, God will not give us Um, a stone if we ask for bread he will not give us a snake if we ask for fish right Um, he says if you um, are so good at giving good gifts how much more your father in heaven right so um, I want to encourage you all that you have a track record with God think back on where he brought you from think back on where what he did in your life and how he came through for you before and don't let the no in this season disqualify you from the yeses that he has in store for you and and um there's there's a there's a quote that echoed in my in my no season um 2 years ago that says that um god's no in one season is a setup for a better yes in another season right and that is so so true that is that is something i've come to see and live through i've been seeing his yeses spring forth in so many areas and it has just birthed so much gratitude um for what he's done and for what he's about to do and um i want to encourage you you know do we trust god enough to close our eyes and float um we can't be, we can't really be selective with our surrender we need to trust him and often spirit does not understand obedience it's only when we come into the adoption of sonship through Christ Jesus that we can understand that this is this is this is how a father works you know this is the heart of a father you know that we are still to submit Christ submitted to the cross for us for our redemption for our liberty right so God is inviting us into new realms with him daily and new manna daily. So if you're going through a transition of really going through so many no's or just resistance um, for something that you've been toiling for, praying for, surrender it back onto the altar. 
just surrender it back onto the altar and wrestle it through with him. Um, cry in his presence. Give him, surrender the pain to him. Surrender the disappointment to him. It's rather better to go through it with him than not with him, right? Allow his presence just to soften up your heart and do not compare your season with others. Do not compare where you are with that of others. God is doing something different in your life. You have a different calling and a different purpose. Your anointing is different. And what you will go through and transition through will be completely different from what everyone else is going through. But I want to just encourage you to rather submit to the no and know that he is a good, good father and that he has a perfect purpose and plan for your life. Um, amen. So I'm just going to leave you all and say thank you for um, listening in. I'd like to hear what you took from this episode from my heart and I pray that you've been blessed. Um, I want to leave you all with a song that you can listen to from Jonathan McReynolds. Um, I came across this song in one of my <laughs> seasons of The Darkest Nose. And um, it's so beautiful. The lyrics of the song is so beautiful. And it goes on to say, So I'm not asking for an outcome or praying for results. I'm not hoping that it all goes exactly how I want. No. I'm not asking you to do it or asking that you don't. I'm just inviting you into my situation. <laughs> Invite him into your situation and transition through with him. Amen. Blessings. Mm-hmm.